everybody. Welcome back to the Forbidden Cinema Going Deeper. I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. And here's where we go and look at some of the questions that we had, some of the comments and, and just some of the remarks that we've made. And I research them in depth and uh, and go a little crazy uh, sitting in my office for a little bit. Yeah, Zach goes down the rabbit hole of the internet to barely come back sometimes. <laughs> hey, thank goodness for the internet. Because I mean, <laughs> I would be like looking at microfiche readers. <laughs> like, and- enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> I've been trying to look up all these old newspapers <laughs> and all these old magazines. and But he would do it. Oh, he... I would do it for you guys. I absolutely would. Is it really for them? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just pathologic? I think, I think it's like an outlet. Like this is, we're all enabling something that you would want to do anyway. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I do love to take a topic. However, I, I am kind of a subject matter expert on some really unimportant things and yeah. So things that nobody would have thought of, like, I should become the world's leading expert in that. <laughs> I couldn't actually Well, it was be wide open then. Yes, Congrats. Yes. <laughs> so um, what do you have? Anything in, in the week since we last recorded? It's actually been a little longer than it usually is when we're recording these. So if you had some time to mull on it, anything that's come up for you? Um, Just, you know, getting some listener feedback, kind of like, well, you know, what – should I really watch this? And I was like, nah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, you may feel differently, uh, you know, but 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 you know, it's one of those things. Like, I, I, it is what it is, and it's place of history, I suppose, and what it then opened the door for. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I did come across an article where it was talking just about a poll at the time, but a poll at the time. And I think that they said it was maybe in the eighties, 88 or something like that. And that most people had either seen this, the movie mischief, I think with Kelly, uh, Preston. I've never even heard of that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, um, or an issue of playboy magazine was the first time a man had seen a naked woman. So there's a generation of boys who grew up with this as like the the moment. Exactly, exactly. So um, I would say from some sort of historical whatever, maybe there's that. But yeah, you could you could probably sit this one out. Historic, like. But one could argue, like, was that the most appropriate way for someone to see it? Good point. Good the, point. The the, uh, the reference uh, was a little left to be desired. A little bit. A little bit. So I'm going to go straight into, I think this might be our first deep dive on geography. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. This did not feel like. Yeah, you did like, not like no. the geography of this thing. You were, you were I not I am okay not, like, a proud Floridian. That's not, like, on, that's not a hill I die on in any kind of way, but this just... It did not feel cohesive to me. So you were really upset about Orlando not being anywhere near rednecks. You thought rednecks are all in the panhandle? No, 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 no. There are rednecks in Orlando. There are just not many rednecks near the Everglades. Okay. Is And to me, the Everglades, you're getting much farther south. You're like swamp. And there's not a lot of swamp in Orlando. Not not, not in the same way that there is in like Miami, New Orleans, right. all of that. Well, if I were to tell you that this was filmed in Miami... And in Hollywood, Florida. Well, I would believe that, but that's not... You don't feel like that's Angel Falls? I don't know what Angel Falls is. I mean, is that an actual place? No, it's not. But it's it's North Miami and Hollywood, Florida are all the filming locations. 
So I looked up the uh, Deadbeats. Spoiler alert is not uh, is not currently Deadbeats. It is the building is still there though. Oh wow! It is uh, McGowan's Oceanside Tiki Bar. It is. I don't think I really realized in watching the film. It is on the beach. No, it didn't really come across that way. Like the shot that we see of it with all the cars up next to it. Those cars are parked next to the sand. Interesting. My point. I feel like you could have got some real good shots of the beach in the background. Yeah, it was. They were always there at night, though. Mm-hmm. Um, my point is not where it was shot; it's where it's supposed to be. Okay, okay. That's my point. They could shoot it in Miami. That's geographically correct to them talking about the swamp and the Everglades. But I don't really feel like the vibe. Now I could be wrong. Um, that vibe could have been throughout the whole state of Florida in the 1950s and where this is supposed to take place. But like the guy calling himself a redneck, I don't feel like he seems like, and I'm, I'm tripping all over this, he seems like the one who would be out of place, not the one that would be the norm. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So yeah, I did, there are some pretty affluent suburbs right there in the Hollywood, Florida area. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do think that it's, it's very possible. It's about 36 miles to the Everglades, about 50 minutes, which is a little longer than their, than their Porky's uh, journey. I found a place a little bit farther away. I don't want to offend the population 7,119 people of uh, Clewiston, Florida. Clewiston. Clewiston, yes. Uh, it's about 90-minute drive, and I feel like that's probably where Porky's would be if it were there today. Gotcha. Uh, this is a town with a, uh, is a population of 7119, um, high school graduation percentage of 69%. Hmm. Um, it has uh, the 11th high- highest mobile homes per capita in the country and has the second highest bars per capita in Florida and has many, many places to buy guns and ammo. There we go. So I feel like that's, I feel like Clewiston, Florida is where Porky's is. I, Sorry. I, it still doesn't change my mind. Like, okay. I don't think that there are people that identify themselves as rednecks in Miami. That's my point. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think we just have to say that one person moved there. And I, I think. But that's the opposite know, of what I, they're saying. I they're know, saying these other guys saying. moved from Ohio and he's the person who belongs there. It feels more like. Louisiana to me. Gotcha. This all feels like it should have been in Louisiana. So uh, I looked up the radio announcer. His name is uh, Dan Daynard. He's a radio announcer who did about four movies. So um, they're like, you guy got the voice. Yeah, Do it. exactly. I, I, I wish I had more on that. That's that's going to be the theme. I think uh, of this is I wish I could find more. Like every. <laughs> just, Everything was a little disappointing, <laughs> like the entire, all this research. Every time I got to something, it's like, yeah, it, it that's the answer. You know? <laughs> but it didn't really lead anywhere. Uh, I think probably the, the best leading was uh, researching uh, Khaki Hunter. She's the girl that Wendy Williams, the kind of crazier hair, the Michael okay. Hunt, the in the shower, the uh-huh. peewee at the end. I guess she does kind of become one of the gang in, in the sequels, so she gets a much, much bigger role in the sequels. But she pretty much dropped out of acting, uh, moved to middle of nowhere, Arizona, and pretty much wrote the book, kind of wrote the textbook that people use in Earthbag Building, which is a style of building, of making uh, dirt, kind of a, a modern uh, like Adobe's? Pueblo, Adobe. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So good for her. <laughs> 
if you're passionate about something. Yeah, her website says she'll sell you a $30 signed copy of the textbook, but uh, there's nowhere to order it. So <laughs> if, if you're listening, put a button in because <laughs> I would have ordered it. <laughs> we would have had it coming. It would have gone on the Forbidden Bookshelf. And sorry that you can no longer be the world's uh, greatest ex- expert on earth bag building. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That, that is already taken. <laughs> Um, so we were talking about Webster's parents. Right, 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 right. You were 100% right. Yes. Uh, Susan Clark and uh, Alex Karras. You said, uh, what, I think, what did you say? I think, I think he's Webster's dad. I think he might be married in real life to Susan Clark. And I think he might have been once a football guy. I believe is yes. like exactly what you said. That's what I said. <laughs> and you were 100% right. Ding, on ding, all ding. Counts. I'm the world's biggest expert on, on football guys. <laughs> Not football guys, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was, I'm, I mean, kind of a sad story later on in life. He was one of the very first uh, to really bring issues about dementia and concussions. Mm. And yeah, he had a not great an end of uh, end of life experience. That's a bummer. So um, cupping techniques. I think we're going to put <laughs> cupping techniques to bed until we see another. Di- I mean, there's some dick grabbing in this movie. But... There's Yeah, there's some personal dick grabbing in this movie. I don't really re- Oh, I guess there is some uh, Webster's mom does do, <laughs> maybe. Or is it just viewing? I'm not sure. I, I think there is a, is a a cupping. And you know, I do think we actually see Meat's penis as he's running away. And I don't think it's, like, deformed. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't hone in on that. Like, it's gotcha. Just, I, gotcha. I, oh, you say, like, we saw it. I'm like, I missed it <laughs> every time. <laughs> But so I was trying to illustrate what I'm talking about to Jenny with a banana. Rolling my eyes. And uh, yeah, it didn't really, I don't feel like she really gained anything from it, except for thinking that like, now that banana is tainted. I made him eat that banana. I didn't want it back in the fruit bowl. <laughs> so uh, we're going to put that to rest, I think, <laughs> until the next next on-screen cupping, and then I'll probably bring it up again. Tabled. Yes, yes, yes. You need a stamp. Um, so I knew seeing that uh giant condom Mm -hmm. that i had seen that you know at spencer's or right that makes sense somewhere yeah i googled just to see where you could buy them today you know because as we said spencer's is selling different stuff today and right you know stores in gatlinburg are selling different stuff you know a lot more redneck stuff than they were back then a lot less ninja stars and um the first place that came up where you could buy this was walmart like just at walmart um walmart.com they have an entire bachelorette party section. See, that's the thing, y'all. I, I don't know if you've noticed, not that I've, I've been going the deep web, but like Walgreens, Target, Walmart, there's a whole nother stuff that they don't have an aisle for. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, oh, okay. We, we've established that I am a um, healthcare professional who works in a drugstore, I believe. That's been pretty well established here. Um, can I just say, I don't think we've ever sold any of our marital aids. Uh, they disappear off the shelves oh. pretty frequently. <laughs> That's why other places put them on the website. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they're, they're, they're pretty prominent in the family planning aisle, and, uh, and, and they disappear quite regularly. So. Mm. Nobody ever takes the chargers, though. They only, so I, I really, it's probably kind of sad. <laughs> You get it home and buzz, 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 good old time, and then <laughs> like, well, now what? Well, maybe it's the same person stealing the stealing the it every one. time the one runs out. <laughs> Man, what a life! 
But so other things that you could buy in the Bachelorette uh, supply, um, you could get a set of balloons that say, let's get nasty. So apparently Nashville is so popular for Bachelorette parties that it's now just in Walmart. Is that like getting Swifty? I don't know. Or Swifty? <laughs> That's what it feels like. Um, By the way, on that note, you did tell me you were looking this up and you sent me a screenshot that I like was like, ah, when you sent me another text later, because it was still on the screen when you sent me just an unrelated text. And I'm like, ah, it's like this, like basically, you, you know, nose and glasses, but it's like a dick nose. And I'm like, because ah. <laughs> I'm like in public and you're like texting me and it's like right there. Like, ah, <laughs> I texted you. You were in the other room. No, I know, but when you texted me, like, the next day, just something like, hey, what do you want for dinner? That was still enough on the screen. It hadn't, we hadn't scrolled past it enough. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so you can, you can buy dick nose glasses at, uh, at walmart.com as Hashtag well. Teen Wolf. Not in, as, not as much dick stuff as I would have really thought. Um, you know, not like the dick straws and, and all of that. So I guess you really have to go somewhere else for that kind of stuff. Gotta go to Amazon. Sorry. I guess. I guess Bezos has got the corner on that. <laughs> they do have balloons that say uh, same penis forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, balloons that say shit just got real. <laughs> That's a, Those are some interesting sentiments. <laughs> yes. And a uh, pin the macho on the man game. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to get that for her? For our friend who likes to be Macho Man, <laughs> uh, I don't believe it's that kind of. Macho I know. Man. I understand. I, I and get unfortunately what you're now, down. my search history—that's what's being advertised to me on Facebook and on MSN—is the pin the Macho on the Man <laughs> <laughs> game. Oh man! So way to go! I do. Ha- I did have a brief moment of kind of imagining you talking about in the back of a pickup truck rolling around the streets of uh, of Nashville. And oh yeah. Just Thinking about like if 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 only it were now Nashville <laughs> that could have been such a a crazier time. Oh man, there would have been lots of it would be like a parade. <laughs> Every day in Nashville is like a parade now. It's so strange. Yeah, just bachelorettes everywhere. Um, this is this is like not a funny note, but kind of a funny note. Um, I was in a a conference the day of the insurrection so we were kind of isolated and hadn't really gotten the information and had taken a break and we're seeing all these texts then hear all this like shouting outside and we're like oh my god like it was just a bachelorette party <laughs> like it's just on edge you know but like oh no it's just a pedal tavern we're fine <laughs> um so looking around inflation so from 1954 to 2000, who knows? It might have changed. We might have inflated 20% but, last week because of the damn Russians. But uh, yeah, who would have thought that was still a thing? Ruskies. Mm. I mean, up here is Dolph Lundgren. Sorry. Well, I kind of like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> and I don't think he, I think he's Swedish, but still. <laughs> and he, he's he's a very smart man. But like, he really messed up Carl Weathers. And- he did, he did, but you know, he just played a Russian on TV. There's a there's a lot of people who aren't Russian who played Russians on TV in that era. <laughs> there's a lot of Belgians and anybody with an accent. Right. You know? They're like, "You You're a Russian. You're a bad guy." Like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> so, a $1 beer comes to about $10.50. That's an expensive per, beer. That's pretty steep for a place like Porky's. Yeah, that I mean, you definitely get the extortion vibe just around the whole thing, but Still, I'm thinking Porky's is about a two dollar beer. Uh, yeah. So okay. So then we're talking about a hundred bucks. 
which comes out to about a thousand fifty dollars. That's a lot of money. I mean, I don't know what what the sex trade um, costs usually are, but a thousand bucks seems like a, a lot of money. I think average for kind of outside of your adult entertainment establishments and outside of actual legal brothels in the United States tends to be uh, two to four hundred dollars. Okay. So for for a thousand, you can probably arrange an evening or an hour with a uh, so like a, a a pretty famous adult film star. So it's they're kind of getting extorted, I think. They are, but they kind of deserve it. So yes, exactly. That's the whole point. I think that's the uh, a lot of criticism I've seen of this is kind of like the asshole bad guys kind of right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there are like a bunch of kids that come into his brothel slash strip club, and like he could lose his liquor license. I mean, he's not going to lose his liquor license. I guess maybe unless the liquor license comes from the state and not from the county. It probably does. The county, like he's he's set for the county. Yeah, he is. He's got he owns the law enforcement. But yeah, like he's gonna like these I don't know why the immediately the first thing that I thought was like some southern men saying these pecker woods, like <laughs> coming in and thinking that they're all something because they're from the rich side of town and they're gonna come in here and treat my place bad and you know, uh they I'm not sure who yeah, exactly. I don't know who's really the bad guy in this movie. I mean He does steal their money and dump them into a swamp, which once, is, is insult. We but... once we start having violence. Right. Once the the other kid, the redneck kid, keeps getting beat up within an inch of his life. That's a different kind of conversation, but we aren't seeing that happen. We don't know what he's running in and doing, but yeah, that they just get insulted exactly. Like he just, you know, pranks them basically moving along. I do get uncomfortable with the police officer like busting the taillights and, and all of that kind of stuff. You just don't know what's going to happen at that point. But yeah, that's a lot of money for them to just have too. Yeah, they must be. I mean, they must really be from the rich side of town, I guess. So drowning in chili. Oh. Meat was drowning in chili when he was drunk. <laughs> well, was it meat or was it? I forgot who it was. It was meat. It was yeah. meat. Okay. And they're talking about the forms they have to fill out. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. It's actually really not that much of a form. <laughs> it, like accidental death, not involving a car accident. Car accident, you got to have make and models and, and licenses. And, but really, for just accidental death, like drowning, it, it's a pretty small form. I mean, it should, that should. It should be complicated. It really should. It really should. Yeah, just responding to a non-fatal traffic accident has less forms to fill out than a drowning in chili. Hmm. Interesting. You don't. You don't have to like say even what's in the chili. Like what? Re- what's the recipe? Nothing. I mean, no, not at all. I mean, even like the coroner's report doesn't have anything about like with beans or no beans. Or we have a can of chili with no beans in the in our pantry that's been in there for years. It's Texas stuff. Yeah. Texas people don't like beans in their chili. I don't know why. I don't know. Um, looking up the uh, the etymology of turpitude. Oh, right. It is turpitude. It's not perpetude. Okay. Uh, it comes from Latin uh, turpus. Webster's, not not that Webster, not the not the little boy, but the, the dictionary, <laughs> like that Webster. Depravity, infamy, inherent baseness, or vileness. It was one of my favorite favorite definition that's a good word turpitude we might have to use that more frequently hmm that that, that, yeah that's very succinct inherent baseness that really gets it really says a lot Mm -hmm. it's hefty in the syllable count but uh, but this this movie is very very much just filled with it yeah we were talking about kim cattrall Mm -hmm. and we've seen one episode of each i would invite you because 
we're talking about we talk a lot about the maligned women of history in this uh in, in this in the going deepers and i would think that kim cattrall kind of got a little done dirty or maybe did a little dirty to the sex in the city crew i don't know you're saying we saw one episode of each of how i met your father oh. and of just like that yes we have. who do you think's winning right now or do you think we need to go farther do we need to... i think it's kind of even um i don't think either either one is being seen super highly I would say that probably just like that is probably going to get more, has more staying power just from its, the fan base of Sex and the City, um, probably more than How I Met Your Mother, just because it just has longer to do that. Um, I think there is a second season that's been greenlit, I think. I don't know about How I Met Your Father. I don't even know how many episodes there are. I, it was fine. That you know, we, I would say they were both fine. You know what I mean? We left the one bawling and not the other. Well, but. yeah, we've only watched that one episode and we haven't had the the whatever to, to get with it. I mean, all the feedback that I've heard, it's like, it just gets cringier and cringier. And you know that I don't handle that very oh, well. Oh, man, no, I don't like cringe. I do not like cringe. Like, you know, how Miranda was just, just all over herself, just stepping all over all the, the positive things she was trying to do, mm. you know, in terms of race relations and things like that, let it just gets worse. Oh man. Because there's that. And then also her sexuality starts to come into, into play and she just stomps all over that too. And it's just, they're like, what, why did these women get so old and weird? Basically <laughs> like they became, you know, old women who don't know how to relate to anybody in society. <laughs> so they're just playing themselves. Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they're not playing the characters. Right. Right. Um, I haven't had a lot of time. We kind of were talking about gratuitous shower scenes from the 80s and this versus Stripes. I think I'm going to have to table that and put that on a future episode. Okay. I think we have to really kind of dig more into that. Um, I do. You wanna... mean like what holds more weight or what do you mean? I think we were just comparing these as to Stripes being made by much more competent filmmakers okay. and, and cast and crew. Mm-hmm. I, I, sorry if that's insulting, to, but I, I feel like it. They had staying power beyond Porky's, where most of the cast and crew didn't. Right? They, no, know. I agree. They did. I would say you know Bill Murray has done more than Pee Wee in, in in his acting career. Much more so. Yeah, and you know Ivan Reitman and yeah Harold Ramis, everybody. Yeah, they they are pillars where this paved a way, potentially maybe even opened the door for them to do something like Stripes. That it, that was all I was able to do. They had yeah. they didn't have the fortitude to. They had mo too much turpitude. <laughs> not. <laughs> but for two films made basically the same year, but for you know one of the, one of them with you know better quote unquote stars, but really maybe being less woke on on the issues of the the violating women there. I don't know. I I feel like there's. On Stripes? Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the women have less agency in Stripes, I think. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And they get no revenge. And, they, you know, I don't know. The women have the last laugh in, in America or in, uh, not, I almost said American Pie. Jeez. <laughs> in Porky's. Yeah, I guess they do. Mm -hmm. um, so next, let's go to Emma Thompson in Roadhouse fighting Russians. Emma Thompson in Roadhouse. I talk, we talked about losing Patrick Swayze. Russians. And you're like, well, at least we still have Emma Thompson. Did I say that? Yes. That's not what I meant. You meant Leah Thompson. Yeah. You meant Leah Thompson. I'd invite you to go on a little thought experiment with me. <laughs> okay. Okay. They are only about two years in age difference. Okay. So I'm thinking of 
Emma Thompson in Howard the Duck and Leah Thompson in Harry Potter. Those movies are very different. They are very different, but also that's too much of a time swap too. Okay. Because that like Howard the Duck is Leah Thompson, like Leah Thompson, same basically could be Back to the Future, could be, uh, yeah, could be Red Dawn, you know, not that far age wise. Emma Thompson, they're talking about them the same age. They would be about the same age playing a crazy kooky character in, in Harry Potter. Let's talk about Emma Thompson in Dead Again. Okay. You know okay. I love Dead Again. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know why. Like, so so what's Leah Thompson do with that role? It's a lot quirkier. It, it's not as, I, I don't know. Emma Thompson, now, now I'm all me- messed up. Even though like <laughs> probably see way more Emma Thompson movies than Leah Thompson movies, really, truly. Is there an Emma in that movie in Red Dawn? Who's in that? So Leah Thompson, um, Jennifer... Jennifer Grey, we've got uh, Sheen, we've got uh, Modine, we've got uh, But they're the only two women, right? Basically. There might be a third. There might be a third. I I can look that up if you want to go on a thought experiment here for a moment. I don't think they get, they don't get cross-cast. Like, I mean, that that maybe ends your thought experiment. They don't bring the same energy in any kind of way. Man, the last time I Googled Red Dawn... We weren't living in a world <laughs> where Red Dawn was kind of the world we were in. I mean, we just watched a South Park episode last night that was basically based, was Red Dawn. Yes. But yes. with a children's dressage <laughs> competition. It was wild. No, nah, Jennifer Grey and Leah Thompson. That's pretty much it. So Okay. Yeah. So moving on, um, we have, this ba- movie is basically made in Canada as a tax shelter. Like it, it is made by a Canadian uh, production company, even though it's filmed in Miami. But it, it, movies are weird. Movie studios have to make movies that they don't expect to make money, so they can not write, you know, so they can write stuff off and not pay taxes. And right. This movie had no intention of being a hit, of making. It was really just kind of expect. This is pre VHS. This is before we're just like any movie we make can is going to make money, and uh, we, we discussed it made a ton of money. Um, Siskel, Gene Siskel said uh, about this film in his Worst Films of 1982 <laughs> article to, no one will ever go broke underestimating the taste of the American public. <laughs> oh, Gene, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, true. So the highest grossing films of 1982, we have E.T., Tootsie, kind of a surprise to me. I was surprised that was number two. Uh, an officer and a gentleman. Okay. Rocky three. That makes sense. And then Porky's. Wow. Porky's beat out Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. That 48 is a hours. sequel. Poltergeist. Fans of this uh, podcast will remember that. Uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas. And Annie rounds out the top ten. That's a really diverse group of movies you know you've got a musical being top 10 kind of even a children's musical in a mm-hmm. time when children's movies weren't made that's interesting yeah some movies that didn't even make the top 10 i mean of course zapped with scott bayo it's like carrie except like he just carrie? takes everybody's clothes off instead of with his mind powers instead of murdering them that doesn't i <laughs> Sorry. He drinks like radioactive. Scott Bayo drinks radioactive prune juice and has powers to rip women's clothes off. I would never ever say it's like Carrie. 
I, well, it's like that's the big thing, the big prom scene. They make fun of him, so he just rips all their clothes off. Maliciously? I mean, it's, or, a, it's played for pranks. It's like, ha-ha, you know? Yeah, so that makes me, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think of what I would have compared that to, but probably not care. <laughs> Like, this is a comedy, it's kind of a dumb, you know, probably partially sex comedy because people's clothes are coming off. Um, Then this is like a a grossly uh, seeped in religious, strange perversion. Um, No, 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 no. I think he just gets super telekinetic powers as a, and I mean, credit where credit's due, 15-year-old guy, that's probably what you're going to do is look up ladies' skirts, so... I guess, I guess. But yeah, the, I'm sorry. It's funny. Like, it's like Carrie, but funny. <laughs> That's a stretch. I've seen The Exorcist 127 times, and it keeps on getting funnier every single time. <laughs> um, Cat People, which may end up on this podcast. Not a very famous one, but a lot of people in it. I don't know if you're familiar with it at all. It's yes. a remake of a – it's uh, got uh, Malcolm McDowell and Annette O'Toole and – uh, Wes Craven's Swamp Thing. We've talked about Swamp Thing on this podcast mm-hmm. as well. Um, the Thing. The John Carpenter's The Thing came out this year, which has okay. aged incredibly well if you haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, it, it has. It's good. Um, my Favorite Year didn't make the top ten. I love that movie. It's, it's probably not great, but I love it. Yeah, Gandhi didn't make the top ten. Hmm. Sophie's Choice. On Golden Pond. Victor Victoria, Dark Crystal, First Blood, the first of the Rambo series, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's wow. a lot of movies that are much more memorable yeah. th- and have done a lot more than the ones that actually made the list. That's interesting. Those aren't the movies that people went and saw that year. I wonder how how marketing worked because, I mean, I wouldn't imagine that the trailer market was the same, you know, in that level that it is now or maybe it was more because it, it had that was all you had i don't know i don't know if they play trailers on tv or they just played in the movie theater i have no Did idea you just have like the trailers in the movie theater and then what was on the poster and maybe what was on siskel and ebert or or you know what was in the paper terry hazlitt was writing about in the paper you know maybe entertainment tonight maybe things maybe. like that Is i don't that even know too i don't know i feel like it was i feel like it's been one of those things that's been going on for forever but i don't really know so, um, so much wool, you could knit a sweater. Uh, you actually can knit from human hair. That's <laughs> they, gross. They say, it's, they say it's itchy and doesn't hold together all that well, but it's actually possible. It has been done. That's gross. So no. if, if one were so inclined. I'm sure there are people that are inclined. There's probably a Facebook page that, or definitely a Reddit thread. Right. They say generally, if you're going to knit with human hair, you're going to kind of cut with some alpaca just to kind of to smooth it out a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So if you're wearing a, a Cuban alpaca sweater, uh, it is possible. Gross. The last thing I've got. So sorry, this is going to be kind of a short one. We've got uh, Jenny's got a hard out here in a couple minutes. This game or this movie has a video game for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Huh? What's the purpose? What, what's the? I guess Porky's is the big boss. Well, you start um, as Pee Wee. You're trying to go across the street Frogger style, and there's hot rods and Porky's car and pigs and and people, police officers. And if you get hit by them, then you get thrown in the swamp. And then because pole vaulting was so 
much of an integral part of this, uh, of this film. Yes, yeah, so you have to pole vault across the swamp back to build a ladder. Okay. And then once you have the ladder, you can climb into the girl's shower. And so then you're in the girl's shower and uh, Miss Ballbrecker is throwing things at you like cowboy hats and uh, forks and things that make sense. Things that, are, that are, you use in the shower. Yeah. And so she's trying to get you to... and. You know, and she throws you back in the swamp. If she catches you or if you get past the girl's shower, then you get back up onto the road and can try to go across the road again. You then get to the scaffolding to climb up uh, to Porky's because they're scaffolding to climb up to Porky's. <laughs> and their Porky is throwing hats and forks and things at you that knocks you back down into the swamp. Once you get back up to Porky's, then you have to time your jump right so you can jump on the uh, the dynamite thing and, and blow up Porky's. Oh. Okay. So... Uh, that's a thing. I'm going to – I don't know if we might take this away, but I want you to get your reaction to this. We'll see. But as you can see, the uh, Porky's uh, – Yeah, they've got the Porky's sign. right yeah. there. So you got to pull vault up and build your ladder. Weird. It's like, you know, you forget how video games – like, it just you know, it's one screen and you're just kind of flipping back and forth. Up to the girl shower. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that is straight up happening. <laughs> there is a right in the middle. You know, this has like a very like Donkey Kong, um, Pac Man, you know, kind of layout. And right in the middle is, I guess, a girl in a shower, and it's just a lot of shimmy action. <laughs> that's a really active shower. I don't I know. Was, I was not expecting when I booted this thing up because you can you can play it on online. Uh, just Google it. It it is there. And completely free, you know, completely legal. And, uh, yeah, it has the get it at Porky's sign and has the lady in the shower on the Atari. Wow. So. Wow. I mean, this is, you know, before games were rated, probably parents were like, yeah, sure. Okay, get it for your kids. And, oh, man. I mean, there is a little bit of pixelated butt there. But I mean, it's, it, it, <laughs> it's if still you're getting offended bit. by that. <laughs> well, well, you could. That's all relative. Like, looking back now, you're like, that's ridiculous and silly. Oh, uh, that's true. Looking then, back then, you might have been like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really high res for the kind of butts I'm usually looking at. <laughs> it's usually all wobbly and <laughs> catching in on and off in between flipping flipping channels literally on a TV. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, going through the Playboy's Sex and Cinema, not much to say. It's mostly foreign films and porn. Uh, does talk about uh, Porky's. Uh, has a big. It's a big year for uh, for same sex couples. Oh, though. interesting. That's a really interesting that I would not have thought would have been a thing at the time. And of course, it does have Dolly in the best little whorehouse in Texas. So I don't really know anything about that. That's I. I would be curious. That's I don't, we might need to add that to our list. Yeah, because I mean, she's so I've never seen it. I don't really know, and it, it's interesting. You just hear its title, and you're like, "Wow!" And you think about how that has no effect on her her reputation, so to speak. You know, of her being you know saintly and just this amazing like Spitfire woman. And it's you know, here's in this movie, greatest little whorehouse in Texas. You're like that seems like that would have been a movie that would not have that would have changed her trajectory. Right, right. I don't know. Do you want to throw an audible and do that next, or do you want to have a off camera production meeting? And because we never decided what we're going to do next. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Aha! Real time, guys. <laughs> um. Let's do it. It okay. sounds fun. We love Dolly. We can deep dive in Dolly. 
All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week for the best little whorehouse in Texas. And, uh, man, I don't like that word. But... <laughs> exactly. But it, that is what it is. All right. All right. So, Thanks, guys. Oh, so, hit us up on Instagram, um, Forbidden Cinema. Um, uh, yeah, on Instagram. And Forbidden Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. All right. We'll try to do better next time, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.